Hey everybody, back for the brink of death. It's Tom and Neil, your pals, Fun Till I Die podcast. Neil, how you feeling? Uh, I'm uh, I'm over it now. Well, getting over it. Uh, yeah, I've had the COVID, everybody. Yeah, I've had the the dreaded disease. You know, it's funny because I'm feeling kind of crappy too. I think you might have given it to me over five G. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I thought it. Yeah, yeah, five G does it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, so I for so let me start off by apologizing to Richard and. Chris and Matthew and all the other older English guys that were going to replace you should you have died. I won't be needing your services any longer. Sorry, guys. What, what, I don't understand. What What do you mean? If you died, that was going to oh, be... Oh, if I died. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. Well, oh, that I joke see. Really, so, yes. that, joke really, that joke really landed, Neil. <laughs> well, I didn't, know, I didn't know what you meant for a second. So, I see. So, you had fucking... You, you had replacements all lined up, huh? Well, we got those older English guys that have been really steady listeners to us now for for the years, so I figured they should be rewarded. Actually, that's not true. I would never work with Richard. He wears sandals. Yeah, he does. And that is a that is a deal breaker. I think all those guys, uh, all those guys are too nice, man. You wouldn't, you, you know. That's he, true. He, he that's true. Angry. He's like like the, he's uh, Carl from Seattle. I think he would be. Yeah, a he's a prick. Carl's a prick. He could do it, <laughs> but he doesn't have the, he doesn't have your charming English accent. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he can't. He doesn't say freshen your drink, governor, <laughs> or whatever your English people say. <laughs> Yes, you often hear that in the pub. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, your whole, your whole your whole house got hit with it, huh? We did, yeah, um, yeah. First, Laura came down with it, then Lydia came down with it. And, oh, no, actually, I'm sorry, Lydia came down with it first, but she hardly got it at all. Those kids, man, they bring yeah, it well, in. Yeah, well, she's and, young. She's young. Yeah. Why would she? And yeah. then Laura got well, it. Well, and this new and this new variant, you know, the new variants, they're they're you know banging the gong again. I'm actually super nervous. Part of the reason I'm haven't made a lot of plans because I'm just fearful that stuff's gonna get, start getting shut down again and i don't want to be out money like i was in 2020 you know yeah yeah for but sure. uh but it's there's the, the it's not it's just like a cold now pretty much the the only literally the only people dying are like very very old even older than you neil or even older than me um exactly. if such a thing exists um yes. Yeah, so I mean, so they both tested positive. They got those home tests, and we, they both tested positive. I, I tested and thinking I'd be positive, and I was negative, so I was laughing at them and jumping around the house. And then, uh, sure enough, two days later, I think last Saturday was when I started to feel shitty, and it's like, ah, oh, god. So, uh, but it was funny that the sh- the shittiest day I felt, I was still testing negative. Hmm. But I think on Tuesday, when I started to feel better, that's the day I tested positive. <laughs> it's, there you go. It's so retarded. It's a baffling disease, dude. Baffling. It is. I mean, and I had I had the full on uh, the full on thing of uh, <clears throat> what's the word? What's the, what's the word I'm looking for, Tom? Indications. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, symptoms. Symptoms. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, I had the full I had the full on swath of symptoms. I had the you know started off with the headache and then the cough and the runny nose down your th- you know nose running just, down your throat. Just laying in bed eating soup, listening to Morrissey with the blanket pulled up to your chin. <laughs> No, I was actually up watching Mad Men. I bought the entire seven seasons of Mad Men or whatever. It is. Oh, I never watched it. Is that good? It's really, really good, man. I'm I still fo- suffering trying to get through Peaky Blinders. I forgot. I'd forgotten how good Mad Men was. Um, but yeah, and then I then I lost one day just out of nowhere. I lost. Um, yeah, my taste went. My taste buds went. So all of a sudden, everything tasted like mud. You know, it was, it was really weird. See, that's why I actually think I might have gotten again. And once again, I, I didn't get tested, so I don't I don't want to say for sure I did. But, you know, I told you I think I told you my my big symptom that I can't seem to shake even from last August is like everything has like a burnt smell and taste to it. Hmm. And it's really miserable because like, you know, you know, when you get up in the morning and I know you're a teacher because you're because you're, you know, English, but. That fresh brewed coffee in the morning—it's such yeah, a yeah. wonderful smell. It's, it smells burnt to me, like burnt shit. 
Uh, yeah, I've I've noticed that too. That, because I have coffee in the morning sometimes. Mm. Actually, actually, most mornings I have coffee and then I have a cup of tea. But uh, yeah, the coffee is. Well, you must just weird. be constantly to the men's room. That's how I uh, I am anyway. Yeah, the older you get, man, the yeah. if you can make it. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I don't want to hear that coming from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, dude. I, Johnny, I, tiny I, when bladder. I go out and drink beer though. I drink beer as fast as you can pour it out of the can. It literally, like, you couldn't, you couldn't drink. I went out the other night. Uh, we'll talk about it later. I went to a show, and I, I don't think I could have dumped PBR on the ground faster than I dumped it in my mouth. Um, that's probably why your taste buds are fucked, to be honest. <laughs> well, I think that might. Be, well, that's why I can't figure if I'm actually sick or if I just like ran myself ragged. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just, I was just thinking I mean, about I've, the PBR. I literally worked. I've worked three of the last four weekends, and yeah, you have. Yeah, and uh, I won't work another week until the Fourth of July, so that's that's nice. I'm done. You know, pool season's here theoretically, and uh, like I'm too old to work summers. You know, I only got how many? I only got 52 more weekends until I'm 50, Neil. So, oh, that's I right. It was just it. your birthday. Happy birthday! Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. I had to work. I didn't do anything. I stayed home with my wife, watch Outlander. You're, you're 10 years younger than me again, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I caught you. I'm Almost 50. Huh. Yes. Huh. It is kind of ponderous, you know, because you you actually can think of like, uh, yeah, I can count. I'm 364 days, I'll be 50, dude. <laughs> there you go. You're in your 50th year already, see? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I should get some kind of discount or something. Actually, I wouldn't yeah, be too proud at 55, to you can, man. At 55, you can. I, I wouldn't be too proud to use it, dude. That's my Dutch, that Dutchman in me. <laughs> yeah. But I think even at like 50, don't they start sending out like, like I think I'll start getting like, uh, What's the AARP stuff? AARP I'll get stuff, that yeah. in like a year. Yeah, you might be able to get that free tote. It's fantastic. <laughs> Just what I need. <laughs> Just what you, you know, need. I, listen, dude, I've been watching these modern commercials, and it's getting old isn't that bad. I mean, I've literally seen like Depends commercials for women who are like around our age and have pretty nice asses, even with Depends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I don't even it's, know what to say. It's a brave new world, buddy. Of course, I don't know. I think it probably would cut down on the boner factor when you have when you hear that Velcro sound of <laughs> disconnecting it, right? Unless you're unless you're a fucking pedo, then it sounds like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little kid and you get all excited. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, this is this has gone badly, Neil. Tell us about your song. Tell us about your songs tonight. <laughs> well, actually, let's just say for us. So if you want to get a hold of us, uh, punkfrydie77 oh, yeah, yeah. at gmail.com. Uh, join our Facebook group. Like our Facebook page, uh, punkfrydie77. And uh, we have an Instagram. Uh, just look up Punk Till I Die and you'll find us. We have an Instagram. Us. Don't leave us a message on there. We'll never answer you. <laughs> Occasionally like I will. It. Occasionally I remember, when I remember the password, I do I do get into it and look at that. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, we've got I, some really decent like music, like some really decent bands have sent us music lately, and some of them I've been mean to play like my best of spam, but I actually have more than I can deal with. So let me give you a hint: if you want to send us something to play, I mean, I don't mind you sending a Bandcamp link or or uh, whatever, but but fact of the matter is, we're not going to pay for your music so that we can play it on the podcast. So the best thing to do is send us MP3s or links to YouTube videos, which we can make into MP3s. And I'm gonna tell you right now, don't tell us how you're a how you're a how you're a um yeah don't a, a don't pop, tell us how PC you are yeah a, a, that's a, that's a big turn off for us a pop punk band who is you know anti sexist anti blah 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 we don't fucking care we don't care what you are we don't care who you are if the music's good we'll play it if it's not but pretty much but if you and even if, even if even if I think your message sucks we'll still play it if it rocks enough if you virtue signal to us like that though in the first yeah. paragraph i could care fucking less yeah it's one know? of those things yeah even if we agree with you it comes off as a little obnoxious so don't lead with that yep 
So anyway, all right. Um, boy, that reminds me of a, a story. I don't know if I'll tell it or not. Play play a song, Neil. I shouldn't tell it. But right. I was so irritated, and I won't give names, but it was a social media post thing that just just made me violent. So, of course, I just ignored it. But anyway, like any good American, I ignored it instead of making a big freaking deal out of it. But anyway, go ahead, Neil. Um, all right, well, I'll, my picks are obviously going to be far different than yours today. I don't know if it's because I've had COVID and I've been feeling under the weather, so I've been feeling ugh, melancholy. Uh, what are you drinking, Neil? What was kind of burp was that? I'm drinking water, actually. That's the thing, wow. man. I haven't drunk alcohol all week. It's it's the longest I've gone no since COVID. Sick. It's a, yeah, a few people have said that. Um, <laughs> Your liver's freaking out. It's it's processing at the level it hasn't since you were like fourteen. Pre COVID, I would probably only drink maybe two nights a week. But mm-hmm. after, when COVID started, I started drinking. Yeah, now it's five nights a week. It was every night of the week, actually. Every night of the week, you know, I wouldn't yeah. wouldn't get hammered, but I would have a couple yeah. of drinks every night of the week when I got home from work. Um, but man, I, I haven't had a drink and I haven't had a, I mean, unless you can't wine, but I haven't had a drink in, in over a week since I, <laughs> wine's since not I, a drink. <laughs> I started feeling, well, the funny thing is I can't taste that right either. It, that, that tastes, uh, like burned and weird to me. So, um, mm. yeah, I, yeah. Same here, man. I had ice cream a little bit, a little, just a little cup of ice cream after dinner and it tastes a little burnt. It didn't stop me from eating it, but, I, but it was, it didn't taste that great. Are you telling, are you just saying that Cheryl's cooking tastes burned all the time? Is that what I should tell Cheryl? No, no my wife's <laughs> a wonderful cook. <laughs> Dude, look at me. I mean, she's obviously a pretty good cook or I yeah. go to Arby's a lot because I'm not, I'm certainly not hurting for nutrition. I love Arby's too. That's one of my fast, favorite fast food joints. The Buffalo chicken sandwich stands up with some of the better <laughs> casual. Some series. of the big ones. <laughs> anyway, all right, you'll play a, play a song. And once again, explain. You were in the process of explaining to us why you've been so sad lately. Tell yes, I, well, just because I've been feeling in the weather. I've, I've actually been playing the Smiths a lot and stuff like that. But today I'm going to oh, play so some. I wasn't that far off. No. The Morrissey no. thing, yeah. Well, especially with your birthday, I sent you that unhappy uh, wish you were, uh, yeah, yes, happy birthday classic. song. Yes. yes. Um, so I'm going to play some old. Uh, well, at the time we called it post punk. These days a lot of people call it goth, but I'm going to play some classic, uh, some classic stuff in that realm today, which is kind of unusual for me. But there you go for this show. It, I guess it doesn't matter because um, it's all kind of punk adjacent. So uh, everything is going to be from like eighty to eighty four, I think. So um, I'm going to start it off with uh, this is uh, we were talking about sex, sex, sexy kids before <laughs> sexy diapers. That was so, I never said sexy kids. Yeah, it, you, sexy, I never said that. you said sexy kids in sexy diapers. I think you said I, that is you, that is not true. I'd like to go on the record and say I never said that. Anyway, well, anyway, anyway, this is the band Sex Gang Children with uh, mm. with one of their with one of their big ones. This is uh, Sebastian.
Because you've never heard anything like that before, have you? <laughs> that well, guy. it's funny. It's it's funny because I know the name of that band, but I don't think I've actually ever heard them. Uh, no, if you did, you would know all about it because that guy's voice is like nothing else on earth. It's uh, interesting, and the songs have a very strange structure. So anyway, yeah, that was Sex huh. Gang Children with Sebastian. So that was that. So it's it's funny, Neil. I've had a very varied musical week, and my freshman daughter plays the clarinet in her high school band so the reason we're actually starting a little bit late tonight was because i went to a high school band concert oh were the uh, were, were the knee highs there <laughs> no <laughs> well but i was gonna say my daughter was definitely the gothest thing there as she has her hair dyed this like dark black and blue and then they're like their performance dresses are like black sackcloths or something it looked like the uh, i don't know but anyway it was it was a fine bit of culture most of my culture is at the high school level like last thursday i went to my son's uh, art show and then uh yes my jock son is also an artist is he? and i went to i went to a band concert so yes i uh i get all my all my culture is like 12th grader below like i am not <laughs> you know what you're just you're just playing into this aren't you with these sexy kids you just play oh, it into it again i guess i <laughs> Well, it is it is bizarre. You know, it's funny because I go into going to school and watching the interaction between the kids. It really brings you right back because, like, like my son's not like an A, but he's like a B plus. So most of the kids kind of demure to him. Like, like the more kids know who he is than he knows who they are. Oh, you know? sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also got to see him like interact with an A girl. And then all of a sudden he kind of loses it. It was, it was very, it just, it just makes me so glad that I'm not in high school still. But it, I mean, that's got to be a tiny high school and not little town of yours, right? No, it's, it's, it's about uh, 800 or something. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Much bigger yeah, than no, I thought. A, yeah. 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 It's, it's, I mean, it's bigger. My, t- my class was tiny. I had 120 kids in my class, but well, that's not even tiny. You know, some of these little towns, you know, there's like 30 kids in a class, but no, it's, it's a pretty decent sized high school actually. Hmm. Okay. So. 
anyway, yeah, they will graduate the beginning of June here. So, so yeah, it's funny. That's my, I, I, and I've had these nights where I would go to like a high school band concert first and then I'd go see like a thrash show in the evening. <laughs> That's like ultra variety, right? Yeah, it is. But uh, anyway. so, so having the COVID, I actually missed two shows. I know you've been to two shows that you want to talk about, but I actually missed uh, shows last Saturday. Uh, there so what was, was that Saturday? Both Australian bands, funnily enough. Mm, uh, men at work and who else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Midnight oil. Um, <laughs> How do we sleep while our beds are burning, Neil? I actually saw that. They, they were the original Virtue Signals, weren't they? They, they literally were. put out a whole album about how Australia should give their country back to the Aborigines. Aborigines, yeah, and, and, and should stop burning oil. Um, yeah, I actually saw them back in the day down at U of I. They were, they were not bad. Their first couple albums were actually – well, I shouldn't say their first couple because they might have made a bunch of crappy albums in Australia before they came here. But that uh, the two big albums here – Yeah, they were uh, good. Yeah, they were. Yeah, right. they weren't bad. What was the one with the big hit on it? Uh, Blue Sky Mining was the second one. Oh, Diesels and Dust. The first Diesels one. and was, Dust? Man, good. You pulled that out of your ass. Holy shit. D- definitely a CD era band, though. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um. So, yeah. So, it's – did you did you join did you sign their petition to give us Australia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give, well, yeah, they steal everything. I don't. Neil, Neil actually signed a separate one that to make uh, Australia into a penal colony again. <laughs> it still is. What are you talking about? He thinks the whole country <laughs> should be a prison. Yeah. Well, it's funny. One of the bands I saw is Australia, but anyway, we'll get back to that. So I'm sorry. Keep going, Neil. So the yeah, the chats played House of Blues. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of over the chats. Yeah, me too. We, one trick pony. Yeah, yeah. But they, it's interesting, right? They play the House of Blues. Yep. They're they're the thing with the Chats. They're and and the other band you're going to mention too. I think if you if you're going to talk about Emil and the Sniffers, I am. Yep. They're they're not really playing for punk audiences, dude. It's well, the, see, that was what was weird about it. So, okay, the Chats played House of Blues and Emil and the Sniffers. Um, I, I got into it a bit with with Mike on the on the thing about this, but they played the weirdest location. They played the uh, Logan Square Auditorium, where I've seen wrestling before, and uh, it's like a seven hundred person venue. And Emil and it sold out probably within like within yeah. a, within a few days. So they could easily have played the Vic or something, you know, twelve fourteen hundred. They could have easily played that. Maybe they could even play bigger. Yeah, they might have. They might have been able to. So I don't understand why they would purposefully book them into a small place. But too, once too again, small for them. I think both of those bands have ambitions beyond being like punk bands. I think the chat. I think the chats are pretty much done. I think their five minutes is done, well, my friend. You know, and I I don't dislike the chat. I don't really want to come across as you know anti chats because I think they're pretty good at what they do, which is play like a three chord thing, but. I just I think both those bands are ambitious. I think you know, it, it, like like a Green Day. You know, Green Day will admit back in the day they were ambitious. You know, they wanted to be beyond, you know, just playing at smelly holes in the wall. Smelly but I, holes. I don't know. Yeah. As far as as far as that venue, I, I don't know. I've never been to the venue, so I have no idea. House of Blues is obviously a very corporate venue. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, Logan Square Auditorium and, House is of Blues just holds the opposite. What, House of Blues holds what, like fifteen or something, maybe? I think so. Yeah, 2000? between all the balconies I mean, and pretty, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it holds a pretty good amount of people. Yeah, and that sold out too. I think. Oh, I don't but think the, so. From the from the photographs I saw, that looked oh, pretty no? damn empty. Well, the thing the thing about the chats that everybody's been saying, and I read a couple of reviews about it, is they're just like they're just playing super fast now. Oh, okay. Just hmm. like blasting through their songs. So I I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, every, well, like every, I said, my my one experience with the chats, and now I had to do this online because it's everything's, you know, because Australia, I don't know, it's like the other side of the world, right? Time wise, it's like like 180 difference. Yep. But I did interview the Eamon 
for new noise early on, and he was just about the least. He, he just, he just, the shortest answers. I mean, usually if you do a, an interview with somebody who's interesting, it's literally ninety percent quotations, mm-hmm. and you just enough words to string the quotations to let them tell the story. This was just like me doing all expo- exposition and just a few quotes thrown in. Him saying yes or no, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I tried to be funny. I don't know. Maybe he didn't appreciate my humor. Maybe he didn't <laughs> like being asked about his mullet and other well, crappy Australian bands or whatever. And so and anyway, it, it, it's all good. I don't, I don't have anything against them. I would go see them under the right circumstances. But, you know, these tours now are so small. They're only hitting the major markets. I'm not driving to Chicago or Detroit to see the Chats. Yeah. Or Amel. It's just not my my that thing. Well, so. Emil, I would have gone to. Um, I got offered tickets because, like I said, it sold out almost instantly. I got offered tickets for like seventy five or eighty bucks. I think because Jason was going to go, but he got COVID, so he offered mm. me his tickets, and uh, so eighty bucks. I, w- I would I would have gone. Well, that's a uh, lot of money. See, that's that's not a punctual ticket price, dude. Well, it's, well, it's not. But like like they were going on uh, StubHub, they're going for one hundred fifty. What was the uh, face value? I wonder before they resale. Probably like forty bucks, I'd imagine. Mm. But um, but yeah, they were going on StubHub for one hundred fifty. Um, so and everybody who went said it was fantastic. But that's the day I really started feeling bad with the COVID, and it was just like, "There's no way fucking way I'm going." So, um, mm. so so I missed those two. But you didn't. You went to shows last week. So uh, tell us I, about I did, which shows you went but, to. Well, you know, it's funny. I went to see my daughter's. Band con. No, I uh, actually I went to a show that I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Um, Five hundred miles to Memphis. I went and saw. They played at a little bar in GR that I love called Tip Top. Yeah, we've bar talked about Tip Top numerous times. I've yeah, been there. Tiny great, 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 tiny, little tiny. Venue. I think it holds one hundred, holds one hundred forty or something. It's small, very intimate, uh, cool little like uh, rockabilly bar. Honestly, yep. Um, so that was. Saturday night, last Saturday night. But you know the problem. So I worked. I, I worked all weekend. I t- I took that night off. I tra- I had a guy cover me, so I'd go to the show. But the problem was, I went. It was such a beautiful day. It was an amazing day on Saturday. So what did I do? I worked in the yard all day. I was pretty whooped by the time I did take a little nap. But I just and I think everybody did because like uh, Scott Scott and his wife were gonna go with us, and I called him. He's just like, dude, I just can't. I can't. Because everybody worked in their yard all day, and they were just dead to the world. So I think they would have been more people there if the weather would have been lousier. So who did you end up going with? Uh, my wife and I went. Oh, you did? Okay, because I saw that it was some other dude that was there, too. Somebody you must have known from the Oh, no, that's Luke. That, oh, the, the guy who put the picture up? Yeah. That's Luke, the fiddle player. Oh, okay, my uh, bad. He's from the yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and it's funny. I actually called my son and I said, I said "Hey, you and my son is married. Hey, you guys want to go?" And he's like, "Nah," because because uh, this will actually relate to later the fact that my son wasn't interested. So this this will we'll go back to this. He's uh, my my older son is a huge movie buff. He goes to see like two movies a week plus. Hmm. He's got one of these subscription services, so he can go to movies all the time. Do you have, a, mo- do you have a movie theater in your town? No, no, no. It's, there's, there's one down. He actually goes to the one downtown GR because he's young and likes oh, to go downtown. Joking. Okay. I think it's a pain in the neck. I'd rather go to the suburban one with the big parking lot and the big leather seats, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my, he bought, he bought uh, my wife uh, tickets for uh, Downton Abbey for Mother's Day, so I guess I'll be going to the theater to watch uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, were you guys Downton Abbey fans? Because I know I was. I loved it. Yeah, we were. We were. Yeah. I mean, my, my wife really loved it. I loved it. I bet she's watched the series. At least two or three times. Wow. 
So and we did go see the other movie, but the movie, if I remember right, there wasn't like a ton of conflict. Like the queen was coming, so it was just about like the king. I don't know, the king. Yeah, yeah. the king. I don't. Know. Anyway, it was <laughs> king it was fine. queen. So we're going to crown. Pretty much. So yeah, so that was Saturday night. That was actually uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, got to hang out with uh, Ryan quite a bit. Of course, was on the podcast. I don't remember what number. Over a hundred was like late last year, I think. And uh, Luke the Fiddler, who actually is the one who turned Ryan on to us. <laughs> is is that his nickname? Luke the Fiddler? <laughs> well, no, it's funny, though. I mean, uh, how many fiddlers uh, do you think let's do us, dude? Not many, I bet. I, that's tr- very true. Not many I doubt not we have many a big fiddlers. following among the fiddlers. And, and Ludus. Not many Ludus. Okay, how did they, again, how did they fit on the stage? Because that is a tiny stage. At so they and did. There's, and there's a like hundred the of them. So the and the guys with microphones got to have like shoulder width, but the ones who didn't have like microphones to sing had to pretty much stand sideways. Oh wow! It was definitely it was definitely tight. And the fact of it is, you know, that place has a little sound system, but I think they kind of overpowered the sound system a little bit. Yeah, no shit. Which is surprising because I've like seen the Super Suckers play there. I've seen uh, like Asian Orange play there a couple times, but you know they had three guitars, fiddle, bass. Uh, but it was fun. It was, it was fun. Um, matter of fact, I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm not gonna play a 500 miles of Memphis song, but I'm actually gonna play a semi-related song. Uh, but it was a good time. But the thing is, all the other thing was, I told you we all worked in the yard. Like I think every everybody who has a yard worked in a yard that day. <laughs> and uh, and it was a bar show, not a not like a you know like a club show. So I mean, they came on like a little after 11. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I think they finished up about quarter after 12. I bought a T-shirt, said my goodbyes. I mean, it was like one o'clock when I got home. Pretty how, late. How did Cheryl like that? She enjoyed it. No, oh, she was sorry. She was okay with it. I yeah, yeah. Even... No, she likes that. She likes that band. I wouldn't have brought her if she didn't. Even though I think she was um, even more tired than I was. We had a nephew. Her her nephew on, on her side had a wedding that day too. So she already, she already had a couple of glasses of wine in her by the time we got there, and. And, you know, you never know how the evening's going to go, but, you know, I ordered a PBR like I always do, right? Of and course. And she, she ordered a mixed drink, and before I know it, I got three PBR, three PBR stuff, <laughs> but she's got three mixed drinks now. At that point, I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm driving home. Holy shit. So. Okay, yeah. So how much of the PBR is there? I'm guessing probably like five bucks or something, if not less. Three dollars. Three dollars? Wow, I can't beat that. Holy shit. Yes. And with the pyramid <laughs> scheme later, they're four dollars there. Hmm. They used to be like that at Reggie's, too. It used to be for five bucks, you could... Buy a tall boy and a tip. I think they bumped theirs up to five. So who was the which uh, who, is still cheap for Chicago? Who opened up for uh, Five Hundred um, Miles to Memphis? So these these two guys who played acoustic guitar and s- both played acoustic guitar and both, both sang. Proclaimers? No, they were <laughs> called. Uh, they were two guys' names. I can't remember. They used to play in a band called Dutch Henry, which I know Ryan had mentioned to me, but I had never listened to. Just not really in my scene. But it was two two guys, older dudes, and they both played acoustic guitar. And I got to tell you, they would take turns. One would sing lead, and then the other guy would play lead guitar, and they'd switch back and forth. Excellent guitar players, both of them, just hmm. on the acoustic. I mean, just tearing it up. And, uh, you know, good songs. It was fun. Uh, the middle band, I'm actually inspired my song choice for my first song. Um was a band called Hellcat Matt or the Hellcat Matt band, and Hellcat Matt I guess is grew up in Cincinnati by the by the uh, 500 miles from Memphis guy, but actually moved up to Kalamazoo area. So he came up to open that show, and they were very sloppy, 
and he talked too much. I mean, at one point, my wife's like, shut up and play. Just shut up and play it's to me, not loud enough. And I'm like, shh, you know, don't know. And then <laughs> his, and then the Matt's own wife yelled at him, just play, just play or something. It was wow. Funny. <laughs> and it's funny because the band was real sloppy, but, and, and like, they were having tuning issues. Like, they were playing in different tunes, and they'd start, and I'm like, no, nah, dudes, that's not it. That's not it. You're not on the same page. But, but you know, sometimes you really could pick up some good, really good melodies and stuff under the kind of noisy, yeah, noisy yeah. chaos. And I met the guy afterwards, and, and he's a super good dude, and we have some mutual friends. And um, Anyway, it was good to see the 500 Miles from Memphis dudes. Uh, they're good dudes. They're fun guys to hang out with, and I hope we can do it again. Um, they hadn't played in Michigan for like 15 years or something, or 10 or 15 years. So they kind of are going to have to – if they want to play back up here again, they're starting to have to build their audience back up, I think. But How many people were there? Was it pretty small? Yeah, it wasn't a, bit, wasn't a huge crowd, but it was a lot of friends. I think people that they played with and stuff before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people that they knew personally. I think most of the crowd they probably had some sort of personal connection with. Well, that's the advantage of having okay. a lot of people in the band. <laughs> they Which know, is okay. They know a yeah, lot of exactly. people. <laughs> well, the logistics of their band too is a nightmare because like – uh, that Luke, the fiddle player, is in the Pittsburgh area. Ah. So he drives in separate to Detroit where they meet up for the first night. And then one of them's from Milwaukee, so he drives up. And some of them bring their wives. And so only like half of them are coming up from like northern Kentucky, Cincinnati in the van. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, I just can't imagine the, um, the profitability of having people come from all over the place. You oh, know? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure at this point they're probably doing it for fun. It's almost more of a hobby than a, you know, they're all, I mean, they all work jobs. You know, it's not like they're, but anyway, they're, they're a good band, man. They're good live. Uh, they, uh, they write good songs and uh, I wish them nothing but luck. Their vinyl is supposed to come out for the new record. Is supposed to come out, I think, next month. So, Okay. I know some people are looking forward to that. I think Richard was looking yeah, forward I to getting too. that one. I'm, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, the new Zonoid split comes out on Mom's Basement Records, so I got to remember at work to get on my computer. Okay. So uh, by the time you hear this, it'll already be sold out. So (laughs) what song are you gonna play? Let's play a song and then get back. Okay. So Hellcat Matt, the guy from Cincinnati, later on ended up playing second guitar for a band who I was pals with. They're from Kalamazoo. I always really liked them. They're good dudes, good band, street punk band. I actually had one single on Pirates Press, and then they put out a couple albums on um, East Grand, which was a Lansing-based kind of punk Americana label. They're called the Hex Bombs. Neil, did you end up getting the Hex Bombs single? I did. I got the 12-inch. It's got a... Oh, you got the Everything Earned. Yeah. It's really, really good. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, they're good dudes, and I still see them around occasionally, Mike the Singer and stuff. So actually, Hellcat Matt played in a later version. Now, he did not play in this record, but he played in a later version of the band. Um, and I saw him a couple times with that band. So we're going to play uh, – we're actually going to play a, a cool song, kind of an anthem of theirs called Midwest Punk. So this is the Hex Bombs, unfortunately not around anymore, from Kalamazoo with Midwest Punk. <laughs> Midwest punk, one more time, time and we're 
It's an old Everly Dick type. Never been to Boston. The Jersey Shore's a mystery to me, and I think I might have lost it. Never learned a lesson from an East Coast rhyme, and I never said my watch you West Coast time. All right, that was the Hex Bombs from Michigan with uh, Midwest Punk, uh, aptly named. And what yes. what famous what famous cover did they do? They did a famous cover, right? Every, oh, they, every... you know what? They always played at all their shows. They always did New Age by Blitz. Blitz, that's right. They did a punky version of New Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a great song, funnily enough. It's it uh, really is. Yeah. considering that that like it's not that good of an album, but yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, kids on the street, the kids everywhere. All I gotta say is the kids don't care, right? Yep. When they try, actually, to... the kids do care now. The kids are a bunch of wimps. It's us old people that don't care. Uh, well, they care about weird things. They don't care about. Yes. I think what uh, our friends in Blitz, Nidge, etc. were 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 talking about. Um, yes. So that was the first show you went to this week, right? That was like yep. last weekend. And that then, was last Saturday, yeah. Last Saturday. And then you went to another show uh, later so, in, the, in the week, right? So Tuesday night, so Tuesday night, I actually, a guy covered me overnight so I could go out and have a few beers because, like I said, I'm on call for work. I'm basically, I'm working 20, I'm on, I'm on the phone, I'm, on, I'm available 24 hours a day for work when I'm on call. So I had a guy cover me overnight and... Scott and I, and believe it or not, my older son, Gibson, who I don't talk about too much, went out to the Pyramid Scheme. <clears throat> this the movie buff, right? Yes. Yeah. Probably my favorite. His wife works on Tuesday nights, so I think he's just like, sure. I, I It's funny, because even when he was a teenager, I always said, dude, dude, come to the show with me. He's like, eh, you know, he never really was that interested. So he came with us, and he and Scott and I went out to dinner, and then we met up with another buddy, his Riley, who Riley is a, I believe, a pretty religious listener of this podcast. So shout oh, out wow. to Riley. Hey, hey. He, it's it's funny because, well, this will lead to our, this will lead to my next next song probably, but, um, we uh anyway yeah so so Riley was there with his girlfriend, and it was so funny. So we as we always do, we sat in the front we. We're in the front bar, and we see the whole crowd come walking out. We're like, "Oh, we missed the first band." This is this so is per, this is Pyramid Scheme, right? Which Pyramid is, which scheme, is yes. what, what, like four hundred, five hundred, four hundred people. Yeah, four hundred. There okay. was probably hundred fifty there. It wasn't it wasn't a huge crowd, but it was a nice okay. crowd. It was decent, yeah. a good crowd. Um, the so we missed the first band, which <laughs> the first band Neil is called Oil Change. It's O I exclamation point like oi and then an l on the end and then change okay tell them to get in, tell them to get in touch with me and i'll give them some new names because that's just well it's funny because horrible it's funny because i'm currently writing a review of this show yeah and all i can think is it's not going to become like the ska thing is it where it's going to be like it's going to be like the poison midgets oh with, like with oi, oi in, in the middle, middle of it yeah yeah, yeah. Or, well. or 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 yeah spoiled milk with the, I, I don't know. Well, unfortunately, I, noise might have something to do with that, right? Well, yeah, the that's first what I'm like. Do that. Even noise is kind of a pain in the neck, but they can get away with it because they're good. Yeah. And, they were and first, I actually, huh? I, heard, I heard good things about this oil change too, but I did not see them. Um, it's funny because I, I I thought they had a seven inch, so I went to buy it, but it was a CD and a seven inch sleeve. Oh, weird. Huh. Which which is kind of cool, but I didn't buy it anyway. 
Hmm. But uh, yeah, so so the funny thing is the the headliner is this Rum Jacks from Australia, who so, are you know kind of, kind of like a Kelp Punk thing. So they they were in. So in, so hold on, so the Kelp Punk, but they're from Australia. Yes. Okay, explain that one away fast. I, I don't I know, guess dude. You can, I don't right? know. What do you want? What do you want? Like a rib, a rab originating punk band? Sure, why not? <laughs> so they um. They were they they were in the states and they did you know how the Dropkick Murphys always do like that huge run of shows around St. Patrick's Day or whatever. Yes, sir. So they actually came in to open a bunch of those shows, and then when that was done, they went on this little headlining thing, and then they were doing a few with uh, Flatfoot Fifty Six from Chicago, of course, who yep. we've talked, talked about, about before. Yep. So it was uh so yeah so but the funny thing was so they were the headliners they were on the at least it seemed like the headliners and all the thing but they actually played in the middle, huh. Um, and they're, they're a lot of fun, dude. I, I think you would enjoy it. Definitely a good, uh, the, even if it's the rum jacks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's just fun music. You know, I don't know if it's a character flaw or what, but I really like that, that Celtic punk stuff. Um, you know, like some people like love Scott and it just makes them feel good. It doesn't for me. I don't like it. It's just not my thing, but I like that kind of music. <laughs> the, nice. How about the originals? How about like the Pogues or something? Yeah, I like the Pogues a lot. All right, but you. I like like the early Dropkick Murphys albums, the first five Dropkick Murphys. Albums. I like all, I like this. I like Flying Molly. I, like, I, just, I don't know. I just like it. Yeah, well, Dropkick, the first few Dropkick Murphys albums are more punk rock than the. The first one Celtic is great. Yeah, Do it or is. Die is a Do no, it is, but it's a but it's a punk it, it's a punk record more than yeah, it's a street punk else. album with yeah. like a little bit of like. Yep. Uh, and now they're pretty much their last album had a little more punk stuff on it, but they've pretty much gone like Pogues route. But the Pogues are from Ireland. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not from Boston, fuck's sake. But even the Pogues, you know, I mean, they, they, the first three, four albums were pretty amazing, but there was kind of a law of diminishing returns on them too, right? Uh, yeah, well, they have so many different types of sounds, and I mean, some some Middle Eastern stuff, and they throw in there from time to time, But like, right? you know, it's, I'm trying to think. It's, it's Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash, right? Uh, if I Should Fall from Grace with God, Hell's Ditch, those were all like classics, but after that, I, I don't think they're nearly as consistent, right? Uh, I mean, I, I like them all, but you know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There was no. Well, yeah, but you like all the, but you like all the like, you know, stiff little fingers albums too, where like the first two were just amazing, <laughs> and after that, they were pretty hit or miss, right? Uh, no, I think the third one is just as good as the first two, but uh, uh, come on. But after that, after guts. that, uh, no, I'll give you that. After that, they do drop off, of course, but. Uh, yeah, the fourth one is is all over the place, but I think the third one is really, really good. Go for it; is excellent. But anyway, yeah. So I, I I was only vaguely familiar with the Rum Jacks. I kind of had been, um, I kind of had been uh, streaming them, which you know I'm not a big streamer, but I'm like, ah, oh, should at least check it out. I didn't do it enough that I knew any of the songs, but I at least kind of had an idea what I was going to get. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were cool. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna. Uh, let me take this opportunity to play a Rum Jack song. Actually. Okay, okay. And actually, I listened to this one as as uh, when you told me you wanted to play this one because I'd never heard him before. And actually, Pretty I did. Good song, I huh? did really like this song. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, this is from their split that they just put out with Flat for Fifty Six, which I did pick up at the show. This is the year of the twelve inch EP, dude. I think I bought more twelve inch EPs this year than I have in like twenty years. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, this is the first song on that split. Actually, this is the Rum Jacks doing Whitecaps. There are white 
bloody gale The sea starts stirring and the sirens warn We grip our lines as we face the storm The peril white cats coming on the horizon White cats coming! That was the Rumjacks with uh, with Whitecaps, which I believe is about the uh, birth of the far right again. Um, yes. What What are you drinking over there? Drinking a iced whiskey? Wa- iced water, buddy. Oh, iced it is. water. Oh, no, I could. The, my help. phone could ring any time, and I could go attend. Oh, to a yeah, I forget. So, so okay. So, what are you just? Are you guys really short staffed at the moment or something? Because you you used to only we be were... on like once every four weeks every or something. Six, every six every six weeks. But now it seems to be like and every that, week. And, and once I get done with this shift, I will be good until I won't have to work again until the Fourth of July weekend. Well, what happened was two things. A, we we are a guy short, and I wanted to. I'm like, well, I'll do a couple early in the year, but I'm not like once summer hits, I'm not interested in working week yeah. extra weekends. So I wanted to get them out of the way right away. So I worked a couple extra weekends to cover the shifts of the guy who was gone, and then. Um, I kind of had to sell my soul to get uh, uh, the week of uh, spring break off. So I still was in arrears to a dude for a weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'll be caught up after this week. So I'll, I'll be, I'll, I should be more lively. Well, more that's good. More yeah. uh, aggressive and booking us some A-level punk, punk uh, guests. A-level guests. Yeah, well, I was wondering if actually you'd talk to either Flatfoot 56 or Rumjacks about anybody. Well, you know, about I think they're on. both available. I think they're both. Of, I did not really speak to any of the band, but I I'm the. I did something I never do, Neil. So I was downtown. My, my refrigerator died. We talked about that. Yep. So I kind of took a little detour, and I stopped by the Pyramid Scheme to buy tickets. Because okay. I'm an old dude and I got all these ticket stubs, you know, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Plus, plus, you know, the fact of the matter is, even a place like that, it costs you four or five bucks a ticket fees. And if you can swing by and just grab the tickets, you yeah, know, you yeah. can pay if for tickets. T- if you're in town there, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's different. I know it's different for you because I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I, part of me is like, Neil, why don't you just run to Reggie's? But I know it can take an hour to get to Reggie's. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, no just, pay, there's no just running pay, to Reggie's. Right. And then you pay $10 to park for five minutes. You know, I, I get right. it. So it's, it's different. But in Grand Rapids, it's not too bad. And you can, if you're gutsy, you can, you know, try to do it without paying to park. But anyway, but I stopped by and they actually didn't have any. They had like run out of, they had to print some more hmm. and the manager wasn't there. So I actually reached out to the publicist and I said, hey, you feel like, I said, hey, I think I'm going to review the new uh, EP. Uh, but if you, uh, you know, you want to uh, put me on the guest list or give me a plus one, I'll gladly review the show too. He's like, oh, absolutely. So I got in, I I reached out and I got to the show for free. Wow! Look at you. Save myself seventeen bucks, maybe more, because I would have probably paid for my kid too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so here's the funny. So the funny thing about this. So my my son, like I said, had never really gone to a show like this before. So he and his buddy are just watching the mosh pit, and I can just see it in their eyes. <laughs> like, like they really want to go in there, right? It oh, okay, yeah. It wasn't super violent, right, or anything. But they're, you know, they're having a couple drinks, especially especially his buddy, and they're like, they wanted to go in there, and eventually Riley goes in. This kid must weigh like 150 pounds, if that. He's, he's a stick, you know. He goes in there, I'm like, he's gonna break a freaking bone. But he goes in there a little bit and bounces around, and 
Then my son goes in there, and I'm just – it's painful for me to watch them because they have no idea how to dance. They have no style. You know what I mean? They yeah. look like uh, they look like they're like trying to beat other people to an exit, like a, just kind of like a pushing, trying to beat them to the door or something. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Riley's girlfriend is there, and she's kind of – you know, she's a, she's a 24-year-old woman. I'm a 49-year-old man. She's kind of like – you know, give me a hard time. Go on, go, go, go. And at one point the boys were like trying to throw me in there. Yeah. Like literally the two of them couldn't throw me in. And my son is quite a bit bigger than I am. Hmm. He towers over me. But anyway, so eventually I had enough PBRs and I'm like, here, hold my prescription Ray-Ban sunglasses. Cause if I broke them, I'd be suicidal. <laughs> and I go out there and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm dancing, I'm swinging my arms, swinging my legs. I'm getting low and really trying to show these boys how to dance. And I kick my leg up, and I come down, and the tile floor is just covered with beer, and my foot just slides right out, and I just slam down on the floor. Oh, no. (laughs) And it sounded like hitting a sack of hamburger with a baseball bat. (laughs) And... And the whole band stopped. Everybody in the place stopped to try and help up the old man. Well, it took like three guys to get me up. Like, (laughs) because like as soon as I fell, they reached down and grabbed me, which was nice. But like, I wasn't in a position to help them. And if you got to deadlift me, that's a pretty good amount of weight at this point (laughs) to try to keep me on my feet. Yeah. So it was pretty embarrassing. I think Riley might have got it on his phone, but it wasn't a real good video but uh anyway that was it for me i i kind of hurt my left wrist a little bit but not too bad i think i told you the story of like a couple years ago when my son murphy and i went down to fort wayne to see dri and i saw a guy probably around my age go down in the pit and come up and like both of his wrists were broken his hands were just mangled oh yeah that's just like no good. pointed backwards i'm like yeah that's, that's no why i don't do this anymore dudes yeah. i'm too old for this nonsense yeah but it was pretty uh funny actually because the boys had a really good time i think uh i think i could probably talk them into coming to something again so hmm. yeah they, which yeah. is good because i honestly i need more people to go to shows with because you know much like yourself sometimes it's hard to find somebody to go to a show yeah and going by yourself is a drag yeah but riley <laughs> if if you got a video of that of the big guy uh, falling down we need to have that we need to have that in slow motion with some music well, behind and it the, like. and, the, and riley's girlfriend was like a ballroom dancer or something oh and wow she, kept like dragging me out of the dance floor to do like some kind of ballroom dancing or something so that was kind of fun listen at my age i better be happy if anybody in their 20s wants to dance with me for any reason right i guess yeah that's kind of kind of nice i guess that's a very interesting night tom so oh so that was rum jack so then flat with 56 uh finished up the night yeah um yeah they have a really good local following hmm. so it was a tuesday night it wasn't super so it was funny so I was trying to figure why the Rumjacks played next and not Flatfoot 56. Mm-hmm. And my reasoning was, you know, being a logical man, that I'm like, well, probably because Flatfoot's got such a good local following, they don't want everybody to leave after they play, you know. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure people people stay for the Rumjacks. But people actually, not a lot, but the crowd actually thinned out after the Rumjacks. Hmm. But they're hmm. Australian. It's not like, you know, Flatfoot had already played in Grand Rapids once this year. Okay. You know, so it, it's it's definitely a, a scarcity issue. Um but those Flatfoot fans are, are are dedicated, man. They stood up right front and sing. And and I know I've mentioned this before, but the Flatfoot dudes, it was three brothers originally. And it's just two of them left now, the bass player and the main singer-guitar player. But the main singer-guitar player is 6'10". I just remember him being huge, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always want to kind of – I always want to go say hello, but I just – he's like 11 inches taller than I am. Jesus. I rarely feel like a small person, but it's, it's just – the guy is so big. Yeah. But anyway, well, I, I think we'll work on maybe trying to get one of them on. 
I, maybe him or the brother who plays bass. He seems pretty lively. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a fun. I mean, it was just it was one of those things. It was a f- good time. It was a Tuesday night, and we had a really good time. So, what time did that show end? Um, probably quarter after eleven or something. Not super. Oh, late. not too bad. No, it's not too bad. So you were home by midnight, tucked up in bed by midnight. Yes, oh, that's good. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I came home. You know, probably made my coffee for tomorrow and. Try to throw a little lunch together or something. Yes, but, put uh, some uh, put some tiger balm on your bad knee and your bad fucking wrist or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I got a fresh I got a fresh tattoo. I got to put some aquaphor on it. Oh, you do? You got a fresh tattoo? Yeah, I treated myself to a little tattoo for my birthday. Um, since I had taken that Tuesday off, I made an appointment and I got a, you know, the classic like Ramones uh, pinhead skull guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one of those. Oh, where? Turned, turned out pretty well. How my leg? Man. By all my other tattoos, Neil, I'll send you. I'll send yeah, you you're ready to move right down to Florida, you. Exactly. Get my yeah. short shorts on. Yeah, get but your I don't short have shorts. Above the knee, do I have to go up the knee? Up <laughs> you, the thigh? You bit? do. You do. You have to work on that. Yes, apparently. I'm gonna go up the thigh. Yes. Um. Well, I'm gonna play so a song. I'll tell, though. So I'll tell you what. I got. The, I did pick up the. Uh, Rum Jack's left of 56 12 inch split. Okay. And I'm going to not play a song from that. Um, the Rum Jack song was from that, uh, but we'll play. I don't know why. And I, I, I always, I, if I ever get a chance to talk to one of those guys, I'm going to ask them about this song because Ty Cobb. You know the name Ty Cobb, Neil? I do. The old 1920s baseball player, supposedly yes. a nasty racist piece of shit, right? Yeah, actually, say. actually, it seems like in hindsight that actually wasn't true, and there's actually one writer who ah. totally uh, defamed him. Yep, he actually was a Southern gentleman who. Uh, seemed to believe in racial equality ahead of his time for a Southern gentleman of the 20s. But anyway, but they wrote a song about him, which is weird because they're White Sox fans. But, uh, yeah, arguably one of the best baseball players of all time. Uh, top 10, certainly, maybe top 5. But, yeah, this is Flat for 56. This is from their last album, Odd Boat. The song is called Ty Cobb. Yeah. 
Flatfoot 56 with the song Ty Cobb, famous old baseball player. Yes. Now, as I've, I've, I've modern baseball, uh, woke baseball historians tried to write Ty Cobb out of all like the record books and stuff like that. Have people tried to like cancel him from baseball history? No, I think that's kind of a lost cause because everybody was a bastard from that era. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's honestly, the Ty Cobb thing is actually fascinating to look at it because he angered one writer and this guy defamed him so bad. And there's literally no record of anybody else saying anything bad about him except for this one guy. It's all traced back to this one dude. It's very interesting. He was actually a fairly generous guy. Like he gave a bunch of money to the retired baseball home for the retired ball players or whatever and it says yeah he, he he it seems like so it's fun to make fun of him as a racist or the guy who went up in the stands and beat up the guy with no arms or whatever but <laughs> never but heard that story that's a good one it seems that he may have been maligned a little bit now as a ball player he was vicious you know he probably did sharpen his spikes or whatever yeah, that, that's the one that i always heard that he sharpened his spikes and slid into first slid base in high. His, yeah slid in high and like cut the but guy you know it's funny but he you know he's been dead for 70 years and he's been retired for uh uh you know close to 100 probably 90 years and he's still got records of stand yeah which is i mean that's pretty amazing right yeah dead I mean, ball era play the dead ball era he's fast they've been doing that kind of thing in england too and it's really upsetting there's a probably the most famous uh cricket player uh called wg grace from like the 1880s or whatever mm. and uh a lot of the new base uh, cricket writers have now they've started looking at his records. He owns all these records still, pretty much like you know, like Babe Ruth or, or Ty Cobb, sure. um, you know, all-time legend of the game. But now they've started to look back in it and started to take away, you know, well, this wasn't a first-class game, and he was a bad guy, and he did this and he did that. So it's just fucking ridiculous how how history gets rewritten. You know, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it was, and you can't live. You can't you can't make that time live today kind of thing, you know. 
Well, you know, I, I'm sure I've said this before. I sound like a broken record, but it's just like when the kids say, oh, the Founding Fathers were racist. The Founding Fathers were sexist. The founding Fathers didn't believe in Black Lives Matter or trannies or whatever. But but the, they were the progressives of their time. You, you, I mean, you, can, you can't judge them by modern era. You just can't do it. You can't even judge 40 years ago by the modern era. I can't, yeah, I can't even judge 20 I mean, years I watch, ago. I mean, yeah. I'm watching movies from the 90s, like comedy movies from the 90s, and like – the millennial kids would be freaked out by these things. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, and it's, I mean, we're not talking Mel Brooks. We're not talking blazing saddles. We're talking like, you know, dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. That's, I love that movie. Which one? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah. That's so fucking good. It's so good. Well, blazing saddles is pretty good too. You know, <laughs> do you like that one? My, um, or, or that racist Western as my son refers to it. Oh, what blazing saddles. Yeah. See, I don't think that's held up well. I just don't think it's very funny. I never thought that a lot of the Mel Brooks stuff was particularly funny, personally. Didn't, well, think, didn't think he was a funny comedian. I watched half of um, Young Frankenstein recently. Um, and uh, I was I was amused, and no one else in the family was amused. They were all glaring at me, like, why are we watching this? Yeah, I've done that with uh, Monty Python before, and Lydia looked after me after, like, five minutes and was like, can we turn this off now? Like, it's not funny at all. You know why I'm watching this? Because I bought the TV. That's why I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes. Well, it's funny. So everybody was excited. A lot of people my age, and I didn't really watch this a lot, but I did. I was familiar with it, and I saw some of it. But you see they rebooted Kids in the Hall. Oh, I did not. Well, I did put people talking about it. I didn't know it being read. Is it the same cast, or is it new people? It's the same five guys. It's like 30 years later. I mean, they're all geezers now, you know? Mm-hmm. But so I put this on, Neil. And they have the opening, this like extended opening where they dig them out of the ground or whatever, and it's it's fine. And the first sketch of season one, these old guys go rob a bank, and the cops pull up, and they're and the and the and the sketch is, well, uh, the cops are not looking for people who are naked. So these old geezers get fully naked. I saw so much schlong <laughs> in the first scene i'm like why is there why am i seeing so much male nudity and the joke went on and on he made him spin around and do jumpy jacks it was just like dude it was full i mean i'm and it was just full on hmm. okay so anyway so it doesn't I sound, doesn't sound it. funny really was, it sounds about as funny as saturday night live i.e not funny at all well saturday night live obviously goes through streaks but when they get too fixated on a certain on certain politicians and there's no sort of even attempt at balance it's not very good i mean you could, i think you could argue that trump sort of ruined saturday night live well i, I tell you but, what's ruined it too now they have like canned laughter on some of the scenes too and it's that's pathetic well yeah pathetic. they have to get someone to laugh pathetic indeed they have to get they have to get someone to laugh dude man how did we get here what? Oh yeah, because we were talking about we baseball. Here, we were talking about Ty Cobb, and it went talk, in this. We're talking strange, about male nudity. Strange direction. Yeah. I still think that Babe Ruth is the best baseball player of all time. Okay. Because he a he hit seven hundred fourteen home runs, but he also won like eighty games pitching or something. Hmm. So how many games did you win pitching, Barry Bonds? You freaking steroid freak. <laughs> or yeah. Sammy Sosa, or Mark McGuire, or any one of you steroid freaks. Babe Ruth did it with the old drugs, beer and hot dogs. Yeah, it's funny you don't really see uh, McGuire or uh, or Sammy Sosa these days. Last time I saw Sammy Sosa, his head looked weird. Like he'd obviously gone off the steroids, and it makes you it makes your head look weird. He looked like a coconut. <laughs> what was it? What is it? This country been so good to me. This country been so good to me. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was, and it was total crap. As soon as the camera's off, and he's like, "Where's the where are the white women at?" Well, didn't did... classic classic Mel Brooks quote, right? Classic classic Blazing Saddles. And didn't did didn't he have didn't he have a didn't he have a cork bat? Didn't it like his back break and like cork cork came yeah, out of it or some did. shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was him, and he was all roided up. Yeah. So anyway, wow, yeah. sports talk. Tainted, tainted era, Neil. Tainted era. Tainted love. You know, I think that. I think there's only anyway. So yeah, I went to two shows and I had fun. It's funny, man, the way shows have been going. I swear I'll go like a month with nothing, and then, but I was looking back at my calendar. I went to like two in March or four in March and two in April and two in May, um, and I, I don't know. I'm still putting the pieces together for the summer. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see you at some point in the summer. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up actually. Because even though I mean it's May nineteenth. And like June, when you say June real fast, it sounds like it's a long way away. Oh, it's like it's, two weeks away. It's two weeks away. Yeah. So, I mean, we got, uh, well, the big one, there's the two-day T- T1 Fest. And then I got yep. Motoblot. T- yeah, T1 and Motoblot. Yeah, and then there's, uh, same night as Motoblot, <coughs> I believe Sack is playing with Capcom Heroes out at... Uh, yep. Boy, that's a lot of but that would that seems like a fun show though. Yeah, I mean they're also playing in Chicago. They're also playing in Urbana as well. So that would actually be a Sack? fun drive. Are that, you sure Sack's playing in Chicago? I didn't think they were actually playing in Chicago probably. They are. They are they they added it. They added it later on. Um Oh, but, okay. But they're also playing in Urbana. So where are they where are they playing? I think they're playing Reggie's, I'm pretty sure. Because oh, the, cool. the, 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 the only trustworthy venue in town. Yeah, right. For sure. Um but yeah, they're playing at Urbana, so and they're playing an even smaller venue than I saw a Teenage Bottle Rocket in uh, March or whenever the fuck that was. So that actually could be a lot of fun to play in a place called the Brass Rail, I believe, which is fucking tiny. Um, huh. But yeah, I love uh, the Brass Rail in Indiana. I don't know if or I'm in, in uh, Fort Wayne. I don't know if I go down there on a Tuesday night though. That's kind of that's kind of a drag. But um, but anyway, so that's coming up, and then don't you have a a. Who else is on? On you driving up to Green Bay for Boris Spring yes, or something? Yes, I intend to be. I intend to be up in Green Bay on the twenty fifth. That's why I think that, and we were looking for something to do on the twenty fourth. I'm kind of waffling between trying to go all the way to Milwaukee, or maybe going to Motoblot on Friday because Susie Moon's playing on Friday, right? Right. And I've never been to Motoblot. It might be fun. I mean, I know di- it would be fun. But the other thing I'm considering, Neil, is really doing something that's a throwback for my youth and that's going to Milwaukee Summerfest which is a huge cluster so I don't know I don't know which is worse who's playing uh who's playing Summerfest oh Steve Miller band oh, Skid Jesus. Row everybody you want to hear actually the headliner on Friday night is Violent Femmes who I do love and has a lot of nostalgia for me so that would be the big draw hmm. uh, but I, I just haven't decided yet. I'm just, like I said, I'm just working on putting the pieces together. I got to talk to my man Scott. I assume he's going to be coming with me. But if he can't do it, then I'll probably drag my wife along. And then we have to, you know, I have to take her into consideration as far as what she'd rather do. So, yeah, it's, 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 but I got to get that together. But I've kind of been dragging my feet because my, so my kid graduates on June 1st. And then his party, his graduation party is on June 3rd, a hmm. Friday. Here in town, he said to me, "Do we need to invite Neil?" I said, "I said you can invite him. He won't come, but I don't want him to feel. And I don't want him to feel like you're trolling him for cash. So I don't think you're going to get him." <laughs> anything, so. Is that how that works? I don't even know about. Well, it's happening. always the well, it's always the the million dollar question when you're trying to figure these things out. It's like, will will they be offended if I don't invite them, or will they think that I'm just 
I mean, I got a couple uncles. They're not coming. I have one in California, one in somewhere else, you know, but, but it's like you send it to them because they're uncles and they'll probably send a check, you know, but like my friends, like people I work with and stuff, I'm like, come on, come over, eat some pulled pork. You don't need it. You don't know my kid. You don't need to write a check, you know? Right. So anyway, that's I do, what I'm doing. I do, my, I, I do need to drive point. up at some point in the summer, but I don't know if it'll yeah, be. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely figure that out. Maybe, maybe in August again or something. Yeah. The other yeah. thing I'm looking forward to, and I don't know exactly how it's going to pan out, and I hope it works out. I hope he's not so busy at work, but our friend Alan from Goldmine is actually going to be really close to me here for work. So hopefully we will get to do a little record shopping. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, you I'll can probably, take him to the places take, in Grand Rapids, yeah. Probably. Probably take him to the same places I took you. Yeah. So we should just see. Hopefully that works out. So anyway. All right. Listen, man. Why don't you play another song? All right. Yeah, I'm only on my second one of the night, and you've played three already. Um. Yeah, we're going to go past my bedtime. We're going to have to make shorter segments here. That's good because I don't know what we're going to talk about when we come back. So. Okay, <laughs> sounds good then. All right, I'm going to play um, – so you like the cult, right? I do. Okay. So Matter of fact, I just bought like the deluxe version of Electric, okay. which was I think their third album is do, the cult. Do you know what the first band was before they were the cult? The Southern Death Cult, right? Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, the very first band was the Southern Death Cult. Then they were just Death Cult, and then they would just change the name to the Cult. So this is a yep. Southern Death Cult. They only have at least one single, and this is it. This was, uh, I think, 1981, 1982. This is uh, this was a double mm-hmm. A side, Fat Man on one side and Moya on the other side. And so, yeah, this is Southern Death Cult with Fat Man.
right? That was Southern Death Cult with Fat Man. Um, the only, is, the it only... about, is it about having to pick the? Is it about having to help pick the fat man up in the mosh pit? Falls <laughs> down. Sure, why not? Uh, no, it's about they were they were very ahead of their time. It was against the. It was about the uh, the fat capitalists of the West and how they you know. Uh, how gotcha. they were screwing over not the, the third bomb, world. Not the nuclear. Not the new. Not the nuclear bomb. No. Yeah, it's funny, Neil. I'm 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 definitely a fan of like the most popular era of the cult, which I know a lot of people turn their nose up at. But I love the Sonic Temple album. I love love, and I love I love love, Neil. Tender Tom loves <laughs> oh, Jesus love. Jesus Christ! But and Tender I Tom back in the box, those, please. <laughs> yeah, those three records, especially. I love those three records. No mm. question. Those are my jam. Yeah, you and uh, so, you and you and our good friend Mark Frankel both. He loves the cult too. Does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Hey, oh, Mark. So maybe you'll maybe you'll start listening to fish next or loves, whatever. But he also loves the Grateful Dead. That's yeah, he does. He does. He, he does indeed. Yes. Where our similarities end. Yeah. But so the funny thing is, so before Electric came out, which I think Love was kind of their breakthrough album, right? Because they had like she 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 sells Sanctuary. She sells Sanctuary. Like on the first, seashore. Yeah, so I think that was like their first like real radio hit. Um, and then they made Electric. So Electric, they made like a version of it that sounds very similar to Love. And they weren't happy with it, so they scrapped it. And then they had another producer come in and end up being like a more like a hard rock record. Hmm. They had a cover of Born to be Wild. They had a Love Removal Machine, of course, which is the big hit for that album. Love Removal. But anyway, it was funny. It's funny. So you can actually – so the deluxe version I got actually has the original album and the, the album that ended up being released. It's a real cool double. It's a real cool double LP. You know, usually, I know you and I are both kind of on the same page when they put all these reissues out. It's like don't taint the actual album with a bunch of garbage, right? Extra tracks and whatnot. Um, and Extra this, but this is really and a tacky badge. Yeah, the the one that I will give a pass to the recent Circle Jerks reissues, which have a couple of like extra tracks on them, but the albums are like fifteen minutes long. Right. So it doesn't really do much damage even though the tracks are definitely not up to par with the rest of the tracks on the album i mean if if, if it's something like like the jam for example they they release album they release singles and then they would release the album and oftentimes a lot of their singles would not be on the album so if they did a reissue that put the single on the album as an extra track at least it was recorded at the same time and the same had the same kind of feel you know so i don't mind that so much yeah. but well if you if you're gonna put on a single, it's gotta have an ex. I, I, I nothing I hated worse than when the single was a on the record and the B side was also on the record. Yes, 100%. at least give me something different. Like I, yep. I'm not buying all your singles if every song's gonna be on the record. You know, right. yeah. Exactly. Or or you buy a crappy 45 and be like the A side is the single version, the B side is the instrumental version. Yeah. It's like what do I need an instrumental version of a Duran Duran song for? What am I doing karaoke with my 45s? Well, actually, you kind of do. So you know, you can do that with your George Michael ones, right? You George Michael exactly. karaoke because you gotta have faith. Oh god, I gotta have faith. You, you, anyway. you can't stop him what, with the George Michael. You just can't stop him. I can't. I can't. <clears throat> um. Oh, yeah. Sudden death call. Should I tell my George Michael joke again, Neil? I always wanted to collaborate with George Michael outside of a restroom setting. Oh boy. You don't. Get, you don't get that joke, huh? Anyway, <laughs> you remember when he got busted for? Like, I remember. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's his claim to fame. <clears throat> claim to fame. Um, so yeah, so Southern Death Cult. Classic, classic humor. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. What? Uh, Ian Asbury was the only member of Southern Death Cult who went on to be in all the mem- uh, all the versions oh, of Billy the band. Oh, Billy Duffy was not. Billy Duffy then was in the co- joint. He left. He was in Theater of Hate originally. He left Theater of Hate and Ooh. joined Ian Asbury in the cult. Uh, right? In the Death Cult. Theater of Hate still. 
theater hate still kicks around too in like the old man English circuits. They do, but without Billy Duffy. And you know who Billy Duffy tried to be in a band with first, don't you? Because he was from Manchester. No, with Morrissey. Morrissey? He was, was from Manchester, right? yeah. He was friends with Morrissey before. They but thought, the music. They thought he might the be. The music was so depressing. It was so depressing. <laughs> they just couldn't even do it. Well, th- well, this was before he met Johnny Marr. So this is this was like the first uh, guitarist that he that he met. Um, but anyway, so we yeah. potentially could have Johnny Marr and and Morrissey talking trash to each other through the press. Well, that well that that's well that okay. See that happens already. Or Morrissey and, and Billy Duffy. What did I say? Did I say Morrissey and Johnny Marr? Because yeah. Morrissey and Johnny Marr do talk trash. Well, Johnny Marr does. And keep Morris, my name out of your mouth. Yeah, Morrissey just keeps saying, why do you have to keep bringing me up in every fucking interview you do? I don't talk about you. Because people are you... interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you people go. People are interested in Morrissey. You know, they're, they're, he's the heel they would love to hate. Like, everybody's like, oh, Morrissey, screw Morrissey. But the world of wrestling and or sad music wouldn't be the same without him exactly correct and uh they did that so they had that uh talking of that that cruel world fest was last weekend right the big one in california yes. um incredible yep. lineup i mean who didn't play this thing for god's sakes it was a it really was of... an amazing lineup if you're like a 55 year old guy that is like the best lineup if you're into new wave that was like the best lineup ever it was amazing yeah. it was like devo it was like the damned like blondie yeah, devo, blondie yep. the damned Morrissey, um, Morrissey, Bauhaus. Um, uh, what's the Pretty in Pink band? Uh, Psychedelic, Psychedelic Furs. Furs yep. The Church. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I loved, I mean, I, I, I'm i not like a super fan of necessarily of any of those bands, but man, even me, I was like, wow, that is an awesome lineup. So um, from the bits I've seen, because they, I mean, you can watch the whole thing pretty much on YouTube. Uh, people have recorded it, obviously. Uh, and the ones I've seen, Morrissey's set that's, was... That's the way I really want to... That's the way I really <laughs> want to take my music in, Neil. It's recorded on people's phones. I'm just saying, man, well, some of the phones these days are much better than mine, I'll tell you what. That's uh, true. They almost well, look... no, it is It is shocking how good some of this stuff yeah. sounds. I mean, seriously. Like I said, let's hope there's not too good a video of a certain old punk rocker falling down the pit. <laughs> let's hope there is. Well, what I was going to say was the Morrissey set was fantastic. His voice is amazing. And you know who was fantastic too? Bauhaus. Bauhaus were fucking phenomenal, actually. I saw their touring. I'm sort of tempted to try to go see them, but it's not convenient at all. It's a great set list, man. It's basically all first and second album. They're playing at a really weird venue in Detroit. Actually, it's not a really weird venue, but it's a very old venue that I'm super interested to go see. It's called the... uh, masonic temple the detroit masonic temple it's supposed hmm. to be like it's full of strange rooms with human sacrifices and things well that sounds perfect for Bauhaus, the goth, though, doesn't it it's the most goth it's the most goth building in detroit yeah pete murphy now has got this big anyway. beard he's got this big pointy beard he looks like fucking the uh, <laughs> fucking satan or something i don't know it, was, it looks amazing and uh <laughs> it was a, it was an incredible performance i don't quite know how they did it but uh you know, because all the weird hmm. sounds and shit that they have on the on the albums, uh, I don't know how they did it live, but uh, it sounded it sounded great, and it, and they look great. So hmm. uh, there's a, that. Whole... I'm only I gotta say I'm not I'm not super knowledgeable about that band. I mean, I, of course, I don't like Bella Lugosi's Dead stuff like that, but I should probably dig into them a little more. I need to be more sad. Usually, when I get sad, I just listen to the Cure, like pornography or Head on the Door or something. Well, I am gonna give you a chance to do that right now because I'm gonna play a right. Bauhaus song. I'm gonna give myself a chance. I'm gonna give myself a chance to go pee. So I'll be right back. All right. So yeah, this is uh, the first track off of Bauhaus's first album in the flat field, and the uh, song is called <laughs> "Double Dare." And in fact, they started off the set 
at uh, Cruel World Fest with, uh, with Double Dare, and it sounded fantastic. So yeah, so this is Bauhaus with Double Dare.
Kids, that was Bauhaus with uh, with Double Dare off the first album. I really like the first two albums. I think the first two albums are really, really good. They, they kind of lost me a little bit after that. Um, and I actually, I actually saw them in 82, I think, and in Manchester, and I wasn't that impressed. They weren't particularly good live back then, anyway. But I think that was before the, just before they split, so maybe they weren't getting on or whatever. But... Uh, but yeah, so uh, but that was good. That Cruel World Fest looked like it was a really, really good show, and uh, like Tom said, uh, the the damned Echo and the Bunnymen. I think were supposed to play, but I think they cancelled because of COVID or something. But um, there was so many great bands on that bill, including the Meteors. The Meteors are like the first band of the night or oh, the day, I should say, because it was like an all day thing. But uh, but yeah, so I am gonna look. Where are they playing in Chicago? Bauhaus is playing in Chicago in September. September 17th. Are they? Or did I get that or see more? Oh. Huh. I'm not, I'm not seeing Chicago on the gig menu, on the gig list, funnily enough. I'm seeing Detroit on the 16th. What are you doing, Tom? What the hell is that? Well, I had to pee. Then I almost sat down, and then I forgot my water. Ah. So yeah, I was just looking. Have you been, have I, I you was, been entertained? I was trying. Have you been entertaining the audience, or is yeah, this going to be an edit? No, I was trying. Um, and I'm trying to see where they're playing in Chicago, if Bauhaus is playing in Chicago, but it doesn't look like they are. It looks like Detroit is the clo- It looks not. like Detroit is the closest. Do, 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 and do, it's do, it's the Masonic. Am I am I wrong about it being the Masonic? Masonic Temple. Yeah. Masonic, okay. And it's, okay. Let's see how much the tickets are for you. Accept and continue. $81 is the cheapest ticket. Ooh. I looked at the... I looked at the... Uh, one that I would, wouldn't mind going to. It's at the Fox Theater in Detroit. I wouldn't mind going to see the Blondie Damned Tour. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of... I, I, I've just sort of drawn the line in the sand with the Vax Tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just... You know... I, so, I, I don't know. Well, Debbie Harry's 150 just, now, so you know she needs to be. She needs protection yeah, from it, you know. <clears throat> probably, she's probably one of those. She's probably one of those sexy depend wearers. <laughs> perhaps she. Anyway. Perhaps she is. She, yeah, she is like 74, I think. She actually looks more like Jimmy yeah, Savile now than she does like Yeah, I remember, I remember like when her, I but... saw her at Riot Fest, I thought she said she was 70. Yeah, so she. Yeah, she's definitely in her 70s. I mean, she looks great. Yeah, I don't know about that. For a 77 year old. <laughs> Listen, I you just squint a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> With those sexy depends um, on, it's great. Yeah, and I don't know how. She, I mean, do they sound good? I mean, when I saw her at Riot Fest, it was quite a few years ago now, but she, they sounded pretty good. Yet still, I thought. Um, well, the damn sounds great. They've been um, they've been touring England actually just recently, um, and I know people who went to see them in Liverpool, and they said it was really really good, but. What's that, Blond- Blondie? Or the Blondie, name? Blondie, yeah. But I'm taking that with a grain of salt because this is someone who I don't think has been to many gigs in the past 10 years. You know what I mean? So like, you kind of take yes. that with a grain of salt. But maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. The, I know. The, Go ahead. The thing with Detroit, and I don't know so much about Chicago, but, you know, where the venues are, there's no hotels. Like, you're going to have to Uber all over the place, or it's a big pain in the neck, you know? No, though, this hotel is by where they're playing in Chicago, but it's an expensive, I mean, it's the Chicago Theater, for God's sakes. Yeah. It's expensive It's expensive as hell, and all the hotels around there will be, will be $200, $300, $350 a night, you know? 
Oh, killing me, man. Killing me. Yeah. But anyway, so what are we talking about? But you're basically right there. If you if you do that, you're basically right there in the middle of the theater district. I mean, there's tons of stuff to do around there too. After after you see the show and stuff, so yeah, go have fourteen dollar drinks and yeah. Stay in my three hundred fifty dollars hotel room. Park, pay fifty dollars a night to park. Well, there's a, there's, a, there's like an English style pub called the Elephants and Castle. That's basically right there. Um, there's a couple of hmm. them, and actually, it's pretty good. They have pretty good food, and they have some decent English beers there. So, I always I always go there hmm. if I'm in the in the in the vicinity. So yeah. Mm. All right. Are we gonna are, so, are we are we, are we gonna look at that... uh, favorite albums of the year so far? Are we gonna talk about that or not? What do you think? Because I was struggling, um, man. I was I struggling. I don't know if we have time for that tonight. What okay. I was going to say was we should we should remind people again that the On Point Press people slash Sexy Baby Loud Pizza Records, uh, our sponsors, have been printing T-shirts. And I know some people have been ordering them, and they've got them really fast, and they've been very happy with them. So we should remind people again. And unfortunately, I don't have the web address right in front of me. Neil, do you uh, have that? We'll find it. I think it's just loudpizza.com. And it, it, the thing is, there's two sections. There's, like, the apparel section, and then there's, like, the stuff section. So, like, our pal Jake just put a picture online about he got a T-shirt and a mug. I think you have to kind of go to two different sections to get those. But, uh, well, they yeah, have, well, it, it, it's actually, A, it's really, really good website. It, it loads instantly, and it's really clear. So it's got a, a music section, because mm. they, sell, they sell vinyl, obviously. They have a music section. Yep, they sell records. They have a collectibles section, which is like a lot of like rock and roll jigsaws and stuff like that. Like they got two different Ramones jigsaw puzzles, and they have some of really? those uh, Pop Rocks figures and stuff like that. Um, then they have the apparel section, which is T-shirts. Well, you can get your loud pizza t-shirts, but you can also get you can also get your punk till I die t-shirts in classic logo, black or white. So those are twenty bucks. Sweet. And then yeah, there's a goods section. Which one is goods? Stickers. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's a punk till I die logo slip mask that's in the goods section. Yep. And there's a punk till I die mug logo mug. A really nice mug, white mug with a black handle with the uh, classic logo on it. So that's in the goods section, but let's let's look in what's what's gear. What's let's look in gear. What's gear? Oh, gear is they sell so a, I they sell a turntable. They got a turntable there. The AT. Uh, oh, nice. Audio Technico, the one twenty. I think that's the I one, Tom. That's that's bus, the one I that, that's the one you have. I think the one I sold to you. Is it okay? Yeah. Still not hooked up. Okay. Still still using my old Sony. Um, I owed our buddy Justin a t-shirt in Baltimore area. And, uh, so I'm going to, at some point this summer, I'm going to have to, I'm going to see. And now if you order 75 bucks for the stuff, you get free shipping. So, you know, me being the cheap Dutchman that I am, I'm going to buy 75 bucks worth. I'm going to spend more money than I need to, so I can get free something. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, <laughs> so 75 bucks to get free shipping. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great so store. It's, I, uh, and they, they ship really, really fast. That's what Jake said, right? He got it within days, you know, he got it like yeah. almost instantly. And, uh, yeah, Mike and uh, that the great people. So like, do business with them there. That's all right. It makes up makes up for my re- my last batch of like records I got from Discogs, where it like took a, like it was set up for a week that it had been received in Philadelphia. Oh, there you go. And then like a, two days later, it finally showed up at the house. But anyway, anyway, so you got the ad- you got that web you got that web address or you it's want just to loud, uh... loud loudpizza.com. Loud pizza. Do you want to? Would this be a good time to play a commercial? They have 500 Miles to Memphis album. 
but I don't think it's the one that you wanted. It's the Blessed Be the Damned. It's probably that Blessed Be the Damned, which yeah. I have, which is really good. I, got it. I actually got it at Siren. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Well, they have that there. Yep. So, yeah, so uh, it's time for a uh, time for one of our sponsors. Here we go. Time for an ad break. And now, here's a word from our sponsor. Out now on Sexy Baby Records for the first time ever on vinyl cassette, the Huntington's classic album, Get Lost. Get this record and a lot more at sexybabyrecords.com. It's a jungle out there. You gotta look out for number one, but don't step at number two. There you go. Ad break right there. How about that? Man, we're getting professional and stuff. Or something. I don't know. <coughs> oh, dang. I forgot to turn off my pop filter when I cough. That's, that's uh, I not professional. That's not See, that offsets the professionalism. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we clearly don't know what the hell we're doing, yes. so it's all good. So so we, we've we talked about this bounce around between us, this top five albums of the year. I mean, do you, do you, I mean, do you want to do like top three or something? I mean, do you have – I mean, what, do you, what are you comfortable with right now? I have four – that came out this year and one that came out last year. And if I had to do a tap 10, man, I don't know if I could do 10 for full lengths right now. No, there's no way I could do but 10. But I got a lot of, e- I got a lot of EPs. Like there's a lot like that, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of like pirates press. Like I said, this is like the year of the 12 inch EP, man. I got a lot of 12 inch EPs, hmm. um, six songs or whatever. You know, we talked to these people. It's so expensive to make seven inches. It doesn't really make sense anymore. So there's all these short, 12 inches have been coming out. Mm-hmm. Short 12 incher, you know. Sounds like a paradox, right? Yes, it does. Short 12 incher. But anyway, um so I mean, we can skip that if you want. We can or we can come back later. It's just we 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 didn't have a chance. We're not going to have a chance to get to get together with our man Ricky mid-year. So we talked about maybe doing top 5 and, and like I said, if you want to do it, we can do it. If not, we can talk about something else. If not, you can play another goth song and we can come back and wrap it up and I can go to bed. Whatever you want to do. Well, what I thought was interesting, you have one more song to play by the way. Yes, and we can play that last. Okay. Um, so what I thought was interesting... No, let's do it another time. But also what okay. I thought was interesting was I actually looked up because I couldn't... I was having a hard time getting five. And I looked up top punk albums of 2022. And like six different oh, sites... Boy. Well, six different sites came a- up. Avril Lavigne, Adele, whatever. No, no, no. But it was interesting, dude, because it was like six different sites, seven different sites, whatever, came up in the hit. And each site had a completely different list of records. So there clearly is no consensus number one punk rock album Every, every of list had a completely different group of records, and all of them you either hated or never heard of. Well, I, try, I tried some of them. So one guy, one, one site, actually I think it was New Noise, the people you used to write for. Yep. They had Hot Water Music at the top as the number one punk album of the year. They gave it a, they gave it a <sighs> I, perfect I score. I don't hate them, but one hot water music is sort of the same as the next. So I actually was like, okay, well, let me listen to it and see if it'll make my top 10. I streamed it, streamed two songs. Thank you very much. I'd never want to hear it again. Didn't make it through the up. See, they're, they're like Gainesville Darlings, dude, aren't they? Aren't they from Gainesville? Yep, and that it perfectly explains it. It was just middle of the road, just... Tattooed it, leg, short, short, wearing hipster music, huh? Nothing to do with punk rock at all. Um, so I don't, oh, I don't know. know about that. Uh, you have to listen to this record. It sounds like a bunch should, of because I have a lot of their like '90s stuff. I actually think they're pretty decent. But okay, this, this sounds this sounds like it would be someone for like a bunch of 
dudes with beards to sit around and sip whiskey and listen to and talk oh, about yeah, the fucking yeah. stock market or something. Market. Oh, yeah, Just yeah. fucking awful. Um, and then the other band was Ignite. They had them at number two. And I do like Ignite. Okay, I saw they had a new album coming out. Now, yep. the singer for Ignite for a while was the singer for Pennywise, right? They're real, yeah. like a melodic, fast, kind yep. of like skate punk, hardcore hybrid, right? But real yeah. polished. But he um, he left because he was the original singer. Te- Tegli? Tegli? He's Hungarian, I think, right? Um, oh, he didn't come back after he left Pennywise? No, no, he's. I think he's off in one of those things that's going against Japanese whale ships or something. I mean, he lives, he lives what he oh, talks about. Um, so now they've got some, well, that's something. Yeah, they got some other singer singing with them now, and I listened to it. It was just, it was all right, but it was just very typical West Coast bad religion sounding mm. hardcore. You know, nothing, nothing to write home about. It was all right, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, they were always kind of like that. Yeah, I, I would say that's. I mean, yeah, good, but not great. Yeah, yeah. I've seen actually seen them a bunch of times, but um, I had a friend who used to I really never like have. them. Mm. But uh, but yeah, so those. I were... mean, what else was there? Nothing was there any of all these? So you said you look at a bunch of these places. Was there anything that you got turned on to? You said, "Oh, I missed it. It's really good." <laughs> no, not one. It was uh, it was sad. Um, the well, best the best one I found was a uh, Osaka pop star, and that was just an EP. So I know oh, Japanese even, band. If I wouldn't even have that on my list, no Osaka pop star is actually the only reason I know about them is they did a split with the Misfits a hundred years ago. Well, it's that John... Like the what, new Misfits. What's his name? John... He had something to do with the Ramones, too. I can't think of what his name is. Fuck. Hmm. Um, Don't know. Do, 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 talk amongst yourselves. While I look this up. You recognize so the name. I will I mean, tell I, you this. I recognize the name. I recognize the name. But yeah, he had something to do with the Misfits as well. Um... But that's his brainchild, I guess, and it sounds very much like that. It sounds very much like uh, famous monsters style See, misfits. Were, are they not Japanese? Are no, they just not, called no. Pop Star? Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not Japanese at all. Oh. all right. well, so uh, unless, so unless, unless he lives in Japan. But uh, so the picture of Osaka Pop Star has got Marky Ramone and Jerry Only in it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Because I saw I saw them play with the later version of the Ramones. It might have been the might have been the one with. Yeah. Man, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I can't remember. So there was da- that version of the Ramones. For a, you- there was that version of the Ramones for a while. I don't know if you ever saw this version because this was by far the worst live version of that band. It was Marky playing drums? It was Dez on guitar and Jerry only singing and playing bass. Did you ever see that version? No, but I saw an actually worse one than that. Where it was Jerry Only's kid. No, you couldn't have. That was no. No, that was I did. Ge- Jerry Only's kid was doing something. Was playing guitar. I think. Oh. Oh yeah, they got rid of Des. And yeah, they yeah. Got Jerry Lynn's kid playing guitar. Yeah, it was the, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Okay, but, what I will tell you, Neil, about, about my list here. A, I'm not without giving any names, even though we've kind of talked about how the Ravagers record is kind of like the the record to beat right now. If you want to make the best album this year, four of the five on my list have actually been on the podcast. That's the same as my list, basically. Four of the four of the five. So, <laughs> yeah, four of the five have been on the show, yeah. But the other thing I will say is there's no no effects, there's no rancid, there's no you know, you're saying hot water music. They're at least a big name, whether you yeah. like them or not. Right, Ignite right. Eh, Ignite's more middle middle level, you know, but there's no you know, no dropkick Murphy's like I said, no there's no like big i mean i think the offspring put on a new record that might have been last year but that's freaking terrible at this point right Mm -hmm. um so there's no 
album like that, you know, it seems like a lot of times it'll be like a bigger, you know, an against me or like I said, a no effects or lag wagon or something that everybody will rally behind, but we haven't had any of those yet. So we'll see if any of those come along before the year's over. It'd yeah, be interesting. We'll I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to put out my list and have Ravagers at the top of the list, a, sm- a smaller band, but I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens the rest of the year. I've got some more Pirates Press stuff that's just great, but it's all EPs. Hmm. Yeah. The, uh, that the the new Blues and Glory EP is great. The new uh, um, Bishop Screen EP is great. Even though that EP is seven songs, half hour long, it's literally longer than than like way longer than like the Meth Rats record. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I, it's it's very difficult times to tell the difference between LPs and EPs and and especially like I said, it doesn't seem to pay to make seven inches anymore. So everybody's putting on twelve inches. So. Anyway, so just getting back to a psycho pop star a second. So it's it's a pop punk band fronted by Misfits collaborator John Caffiero. I don't know if you know John Caffiero. I recognize the name. The I initial, do too. The initial lineup was Jerry Only, Des Cadena, Marky Ramone, and Ivan Julian from Richard Hell and the Voidoids. Interesting. So it's almost like wow, a, it's almost like a fucking uh, yeah, it's an all star band. That's an amazing. That's an amazing lineup. And yeah. now every one of those famous people is no longer in the band. Yeah. So anyway, so their EP was called Ear Candy, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was very lightweight, but it was uh, it was kind of fun. But uh, hmm. yeah. Didn't they do a split? I, I think they did do a split with the Misfits. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to pull up this guy right now. Yeah, one of those but, later weird uh, Misfits records when they were doing like... Uh, yeah, like late 90s. Late 90s, yeah, late, yeah. No, it had to be late 90s, early 2000s maybe. Yeah, when they All did right. uh, when they did a cover of uh, uh, Monster Mash, right, or something. <laughs> oh, that Project 1950. Oh, that was awful. Oh, my gosh, that was awful. Yeah. All right. Because I, I, I mean, people are going to stone me and laugh at me, but they did an album later called The Devil's Reign. I, I like that. I freaking thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, I was going to say, I liked yeah. it too. Yeah. That there's was some, done some... with Jerry only singing, but it was, I'm like, I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but it, it, I don't know. I kind of like that one. So, there's some, there's anyway, some really yeah, good songs on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Project 1950 was the low point of their career. Or, uh, of course, it's hard to pick a single low point with a band like that, even though I love them. Anyway, all right, Neil, play some real goth, not the fake, not the fake Marky Ramon goth. Play uh, some real goth. Well, I'm gonna do the real uh, the, uh, the fucking Ice Queen, uh, Susie, Susie Sue. Ooh, um, which, which song are we doing? This is gonna be uh, it's gonna be an album cut from the second album, Join Hands, which is actually my favorite mm. Susie Banshee's album, it's featuring the, my favorite lineup of the band before she uh, slapped the guitarist and he left, um, took the mm. drummer with him. Um, so yeah, we are going to do the song Icon from the, uh, from the album Join Hands. I think this is 1979. So yeah, Susie and down from heaven you always 
right, Susie DeBan, she's there with Icon. Uh, from uh... now, she hasn't she hasn't played for quite a while, right? No, she lives in Paris, oh, I believe, with her cats. Yes. Now you think that somebody like her, because she was so popular with those old English geezers, like they give her they they must be offered throwing huge money at her to play Rebellion, right? Yeah, she wanted nothing to do with the term punk rock at all. So I think that she was no, no, she was. Uh, and I think she's well off enough that she doesn't have to do that for the cash or anything. So. Um... Oh, good for her. Yeah. I mean, has she checked has she checked her 401k cuz I think I lost 10% last week. <laughs> but to, whatever. Yeah, what did it do today? I didn't even look today. I don't know. I you can't I mean, obviously it doesn't you can't look at it every day. You can't get that worked up about it, but man, between the gas prices and the price of wieners and <laughs> yeah, price of wieners. You, you won't stop today, will you, man? I don't know what's the matter with you. You got fucking <laughs> well, old listen, ladies, man, old picking... ladies in depends and you got the, old, listen, the price of wieners. Listen, Neil, I'm I'm picky. I only I only eat all beef. I don't go for the chicken hoof, chicken hoof hot dog. <laughs> That's a good band, actually. The new new pop punk band from uh, from Ohio, I believe. Chicken hoof. They're uh, excellent. Chicken hoof. Yes. Their first album is called. I told my wife she couldn't have chickens, but she bought them anyway. Oh yeah. How are the chickens? I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> not 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 keeping you up at night with it. Their... I mean, who wants? Listen, dude. I live in Michigan. Who wants to park in their garage in the winter in Michigan? Nobody that I know. <laughs> Maybe you, can, maybe you can gas them all. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Car running. Yeah. Mercy, it was a mer- mercy, mercy killing. Mercy killing. Um, all right, I'm gonna tell one more. I'm gonna tell one more quick story about my my uh, last show I went to, and then I'm gonna go probably make coffee, go to bed. All right, that's funny. Coffee before so, bed. That's interesting. So I was wearing my punk tie dye sweatshirt. Of course, it was just barely cool enough. Like I was debating. Like I like oh, I'm gonna sweat my ass off. But I wore it, and my son's friend Riley that I mentioned earlier has one too. Oh, he good bought man. one. He bought one. He bought one for the run. Yeah, so we were there, and he goes up to buy our Brumjacks T-shirt or something, and the guy running the merch says, "Oh, that's a great podcast." Hmm. I was like, "Oh, cool." So I went up there later to buy the record, and uh, I talked to him real briefly, and he was from the Detroit area. He was actually driving the band, which is funny, right? Because you hear about these bands like, oh, you go to Europe, you got to get a driver. Hmm. But it's, I mean, so I guess foreign bands come here, they get a driver, right? So, yeah, he was driving the Rum Jacks on the tour, and I, you know, just talked to him real briefly. And, uh, yeah, he's his name is Nick, and he's from the Detroit area, and he plays in a band called the Randy Bastards. Randy Bastards. So, in lieu of like uh, any kind of uh, in our, you know our classic best of friends, best of spam segment, I don't know what to call this one. We can call this one best of friends, whatever. We're gonna play uh, a Randy Bastard song to uh, just because I don't know. I thought it was a fun fun coincidence, and when I don't know people tell us our podcast is good, I want to you know do nice things for them. So anyway, what's the name thanks, of the song, Nick. Tom? The song is called. Picked last, Neil. I believe it's about uh, you know being inept at athletic stuff. Excellent. And it's got a fun little eight bit eight bit video if you can find it. I, I think it's the only thing they have on vinyl because I think it was on like a four way seven inch split or something like that. So anyway, check it out. Randy Bastards picked last. I don't play golf, but I can do some better follow I don't play tennis, but I wish that I could better so you may not be up. But I pull you up and feeling down I don't have good odds in a fight But I would go another round I'm no slam dunk And you know I don't play basketball I could run the whole 5k But for you I'd give my all I might screw up and fumble 
remain the most dangerous of game. So I'll practice till your jersey says my name. So I'll practice till your jersey says my name. So I'll practice till my jersey says Pick Last. All right, that was uh, from Detroit, I guess. Randy Bastards with Pick Last. Yes. Yes. Uh, <coughs> now, let, let's hope he's been oh, playing our podcast. Yeah, I'm telling you, the. What's that? Let's hope he's been playing our Sorry, podcast no, to the Rumjacks while they've been driving him around because they're a fucking captive go. audience. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They can they're hear us insulting, new... insulting the Australians. FaceTime. Yeah, they're probably listening to that new Taylor Swift single. I think that's what all the kids are listening to. That new Taylor Swift record store day record. I see. But anyway. Anywho. Yeah, it'd be fun to have an Australian on. They have a funny – they talk funny. Yeah, we just that that we would have to work out the timing on that one then, because like you said, it's like fourteen hours ahead so or some shit. One. Yeah, listen, we we figured it out with John Bates, that crazy Japanese man. Oh, we did. That's true. Yeah, good old John. Yeah. Man. It can be. It can be done. Yeah, but he doesn't sleep. Well, though. they're in the states now. What's that? <laughs> he doesn't sleep, so you know. No, he's just up all night drinking. No. <clears throat> that's exactly. That's why he's my hero. I'm. I, I. That's the other thing I noticed with the COVID thing. I just you just can't get enough sleep, right? Uh, well, I sleep, you know me, I sleep like shit, so it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. Well, I, I sleep wake like up shit at... too, but I fall asleep. I'm good at falling asleep, I'm just not good at staying asleep. Yeah, I wake up at five, and then I'm then I'm done, so it's very annoying, but let anyway. me tell you. Very annoying. Getting yes. older, getting older is a bitch, Tom, let me tell you, it just gets worse and worse. That's why you gotta, well, that's why you gotta fight it every you... step of the way. Yes, well, you know, it's, yeah, you're, you're gonna be 60 in, in half a year. That's right. I don't know. You know, when I was a kid and I watched these bands play, and I'm like, there should be mandatory retirement at 40. Now I'm pushing 50, and most of my favorite musicians are like pushing 60. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing, man. Who knew this would last this long, right? Yeah. So people, you got to keep in shape. So I'm actually I'm proud to say that I'm probably in better shape than I've been in like 30 years. So you know, I might be almost 60, but I don't look a day over 55. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And he can stick and move. He can stick and move. That's don't right. Don't fool you. Yeah, don't, don't see me falling down and, in the pit, goddammit. And this friend Tom's got guns. <laughs> yeah, actual so, guns. I'm not talking about anyway. muscles. We're talking about guns. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They kind of put a big hole in your head. All yes. right. Well, listen. Why don't we wrap it up? With enough that, of this nonsense. Note. Yes, enough of this nonsense. I've exactly. got to get my COVID sleep. Exactly. It's been fun. I mean, it's. I get, they say confession is good for the soul, so my confessing falling down should be good for my soul, I guess. Yeah, let's hope, let's hope we can well, somehow so, get that not video. Good for my legs. Yeah. It was not good for my legs and my wrist, which still hurts a little bit, but that's all right. So, so anyway, thanks anyway. for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Buy some T-shirts, buy some merch from our good friends at uh, Loud Pizza. Um, buy a T-shirt or two, and uh, maybe we'll have sweatshirts up there at some point, too. Uh, summer's coming now. That would now, be cool. So, That'd yeah. be cool. That's- yeah. Punk till I die seventy seven at Gmail. Punk till I die podcast on Facebook. You know, you know the normal stuff. The normal stuff. Show and, us a picture. Show us a picture of your new record. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put pictures of my new tattoo up there for you all to see. There you go. That's cool. So, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. See you. Uh, see you soon, Tom. We'll uh, we'll do this again next leave week. Little, leave a little COVID in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, I think it was the. Uh, it was the anniversary of Mark's death yesterday, I believe. Was it? Yeah, I think so. It's funny, you know, because Joey... So today is Joey Ramon's birthday. So that's, that's how bad right. we suck. We didn't do yeah. anything to celebrate it. Yep. If my mom could have held me in just a little longer, I could have been born on the same day as Joey Ramon. My life could have been probably the same, but who knows? You know, I was Maybe spo- radically different. You know, I was supposed to be born on... Uh, I was supposed to be born on Christmas Day, believe it or not. 
Were you? Yep. Well, you were late, huh? I was. I was an awkward bastard. Even in even in birth, I was an awkward bastard. Even yeah. even before you were born, you were a pain to your mother. That's right. Big rest, pain her, in the, big rest, pain her, rest her soul. Yes. Big <laughs> pain in the ass. Actually, and it wasn't his de- It wasn't the anniversary of his death, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. I guess someone just put a picture of the tree up for some reason to be a dickhead. Uh, anyway. Well, with that with that said, bang a gong, get it on. Yep. Uh, Keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free. And we'll see you later. later, everybody. Bye bye. Oh,